It's time to talk MTCS sports. It's Cougar Corner, fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at TOA.com. We're joined by Middle Tennessee Christian School coaches to talk about their most recent games and their upcoming opponents. It's time to talk orange and white on MTCS Cougar Corner. And good morning, everybody, and welcome to this edition of Cougar Corner. And this morning, John Dingens is with uh, Valena Lyons here, uh, the head coach of the Lady Cougar softball team. And um, before we get started in that, Valena, you and I go back a long time. I used to yell at you. I mean, yell for you back in the old days uh, uh, when you were pitching. But uh, uh, how's your dad? I know uh, if a lot of people don't know, the Pierre is her father, and uh, uh, he's had some health issues. But uh, – uh, seems to be the last few times I've talked to people, it's been great. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for asking. He's actually doing well. Um, he um, had some little health setbacks, um, but I think we're on the upswing of things, and he's being dad, so that's good. Yeah. Um, so we just want to keep him healthy and keep him moving like he likes to do because he doesn't like to be still. So um, had a good doctor's report this past week, and we're doing well. Well, somebody told me that he that he had been seen working still at Patterson, walking around, and uh, uh, somebody asked how he was, and you know he said he's okay. You know, but that's so crazy that because he can't sit still, he no. just he just can't. But yes. uh, you know, uh, and if for people that are new to the area, Pierre Lines is a um, uh, a legend in terms of baseball in this in this town. And uh, just, uh, but really, the 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 mold, the crust of your family, the the one that holds it all together is your mother. Very true. You know, very true. Uh, um, they weren't planning on having daughters, I'm sure, but you know, he's both of you are very successful, and and uh, you got to owe it to Mama. She's 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 always the core. Yep. You know, you're right. Um, but we're, best wishes to him, and I know uh, his continued uh, health. And I did happen to see him at um, a restaurant about two, two or three weeks before he was mm-hmm. going into this second surgery. Right. And he told me to pray for him, and I certainly did. And I, I, I'm, I'm thinking there's a lot of people in this town that are praying for him. Yeah, and he did say that, and he mentioned that, and he said, "You, if you go in there and you talk to Mr. Dinkins, you tell him, thank you for praying for me, because I did ask him for his prayers. So. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, he's a great guy. And um Boy, he's been around sports a long time, as have you. And, um, you know, uh, a lot of people may not know, you know, had a, a brilliant career at Oakland, and uh, uh, you've um, you've about done it all in, in terms of softball, I guess. And you've been an assistant coach for a while before you became a head coach. Correct. That's right. The uh, when, Where did you start? Uh, so right out of – with my coaching career, I started uh, right out of – college um, assisting some of the Oakland kids like on a travel softball team and then I started coaching at Oakland for three years then I made the switch and went across town to Siegel and I coached there for eight seasons and wow you've been there that you were there that long yeah. it's hard to believe mm-hmm. yeah so. I was there for eight seasons there and then once the coaching change happened um, <clears throat> I went to Oakland Middle School because Charlotte P was like you can't just not coach, so I need you to do something. So I went to the middle school for one year at Oakland before she got the head coaching job at Oakland High School, and then I made the transition with her and was there with her for three years before I came over to MTCS. And you and Charlotte go back forever and ever and mm-hmm. ever, and, and still you you guys hang out. Yes. I know as much as you can. 
And um, but uh, it, that's fun. That makes your that makes the job fun, mm-hmm. doesn't it? To have people that you admire and, and think a lot of. Yes, and I mean, and it's also great just to have. She's like my older sister because her and my sister actually played together. So literally, she's been around me since I was three years old. So she knows the good, the bad, the ugly. So I can go to her on a professional level. I can go to her on a family level and just ask her, you know, questions or you know, she's been a great mentor for me. Um, being a head coach and so it's just been it's been great you know to get it have a well-rounded support system the uh, the, the move to um, Milton C Christian School last year um, tell me how you now that you've been a head coach and got that experience what was that like last year and and, and did you may have to make any adjustments or, or change anything from uh, being an assistant to the head the head honcho yeah um, you know everything falls onto your plate that's exactly yeah. what happens when you um, you know move into that head role um, so yeah I had to make a, a lot of changes you know um, whereas typically you can kind of be the, the fun coach and kind of do everything yeah. um, you have to be more of the disciplinarian and um, you know kind of straight to business um, but still at the same time wanting to be fun when you can but when it's time for uh, play it's time for play and when it's time to you know get into it we got to get into it so um, just doing that and I mean you know paperwork and <laughs> the administrative side it's a little different and and I guess too you have to um Work with parents and, uh, you know, uh, and, and, and also the field, uh, getting the field ready and that kind of thing. How was that structured at MTCS? Because I know they have a lot of people that are willing to help out there. So, fortunately, I do not have to do the field. One of my assistants, that's uh, Brad Bird, he does the field. So I lucked up in that category. I really appreciate that on his end. Um, dealing with the parents, yeah, it's different because, like I said, everything is coming straight to you now. Um, whereas, you know, you are on the, you were tip, I was typically on the background and, you know, on the sideline um, when I was an assistant. So everything, like I said, is directed towards me, dealing with parents, you know, um, it's just different. We've got uh, uh, this year is kind of going to be a little different for you. Uh, I, I suppose you're younger. Is that is that uh, the yes, key? Yes, we are younger. I graduated seven seniors last year. Um, this year I have two seniors. So um, I would say, I guess, we have a rebuilding year. We got to rebuild the program. Um, even though we may have some, you know, upperclassmen in some positions, they're still very new to those positions. We have some holes that we got to fill. Um, and, you know, the first couple of weeks of ball, we're going to, change it up a little bit. We're going to figure out what sticks, what unit's going to work together um, to help have a successful season. So we're going to try a lot of different things. Uh, and you had, as you mentioned, seven seniors. That had to be really helpful in your first year because uh, – but at the same time, they're, they've been there with three years with different people, and now all of a sudden they've got you. Mm-hmm. Uh, was that a difficult transition for them? It seemed – it appeared that it was not, but – to believe it or not, you know, that's what I really was worried about going into that um, situation, having that many seniors and, you know, them coming off of a successful season prior to me getting there. Um, but actually, my senior class was excellent. Like, um, I couldn't have asked for a better class to um, 
to do what I ask, you know, to buy in to what um, I came over there, you know, trying to implement. Um, I know it was some challenges for them having someone different and, you know, um, just a different mentality, different terminology, um, but they soaked it in and I felt like, you know, we did well, you know. The, and so in the difference with, with them gone now, you've had um, – how, how do you go into the, the year? I know you've got some preseason games coming up this week. You, a lot of, you'll be able to tell a lot by, by just actually playing, won't you? Yeah, so, I mean, that's what we have the preseason games for, just to kind of see what we have, what changes we need to make, um, just to kind of see the girls in different situations and um, different scenarios, see how they react. Um, you know, that helps me as a coach to know how can I coach them, what do I need to do, what, what changes I need to make on my end that's going to better them. So, I mean, I just think, you know, going into this and playing multiple games, we'll have like four games. Um, it'll give me a lot of, um, I guess, you know, time to see exactly what we need to do. And I, I guess you've got people battling for different positions, and too. I'm sure that we're going to talk about that in just a second. The, the, uh, uh, one thing I know about Middle Tennessee Christian School is uh, the fundamentals. They're 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 sound in terms of a school helping their coaches, and you've got a really good athletic director and, and Coach Piercy, and uh, he gets more involved in it uh, just about than than anybody. I, I, he's the biggest fan of almost all the sports. I, I don't know how he gets to all of them. I would agree. I mean, he is like at that school early in the morning until like eight o'clock or nine o'clock at night. Um, he puts in the work and he is there for all, I can see for all of the coaches and, um, you know, in every sport. So, I mean, sometimes he has to fill in for some coaches in, in those sports. So um, I couldn't ask for a better AD um, in uh, Coach Piercy. And, you know, I, I'm just glad and fortunate that I was able to, you know, be under him. Um, He's a people person. He is a people person. And that, that makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. uh, in fact, uh, one of the most affable people you, you you'll ever want to meet, and he he he's uh, he likes to uh, make comments about himself that <laughs> brings you to that level a little bit. You know, he's not he doesn't think he's you know better than anybody either. else. I mean, yeah. above what he's doing, and uh, he's just a plain down to earth guy. Yeah. Enough about him though. That's <laughs> kind of you know I don't want to make it the Jason Piercy show. <laughs> Let's talk about some of the players that you've got coming out uh, this year, and uh, it always starts. You know where it starts. You've been there, mm -hmm. and uh, this is your this is your baby right here. It's yeah. on the uh, it's on that little pitching rubber. Yeah, it starts in the circle. So again, um, now we've faced some little off season and challenges. Um, one of our pitchers that we had last year, Isabel Potter, suffered an ACL injury this past summer. So she's had to do a lot of rehab um, and getting back into the swing of things. So, you know, starting off early, it's going to be baby steps with her, getting her back in the swing of things. So we're going to be very, very, very um, limited in the circle. Um, we're going to have to use our staff our staff of two. Um, and we have Matea um, Ciramella that's coming back. Last year she battled some injuries and didn't get to pitch as much in the circle. Um, she had some back injuries, but she's been, you know, rehabbing and doing what she needs to do to try to get back on the field. So there's going to be a lot of in and out and just working as a unit with both of them. So it's a situation where it could really, really be good yeah. when everybody gets totally uh, 100%. Yeah. At the, but right now it's more like um, we're, we're going to just have to see who can, can yeah. do what they can do, mm -hmm. right? Yep. 
We just got to work together and see how many innings we can get out of each. And um, like I said, you know, right now saying one is going to throw a complete game, that's in reality not going to happen. Um, so, you know, knowing that they're going to have to depend on each other and rely on each other and rely on the, you know, eight behind them, you know, that's going to be key. Uh, we're talking to Valena Lyons, the head coach of the MTCS Lady Cougar softball team. Uh, Valena, it's changed on the mound a little bit too, mm-hmm. uh, whereas – if you if you started a game for Oakland, you were going to finish it. Correct. And then you were going to finish another game. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you might play pitch five games in one day, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's – it's a little different. It seems like now that they're using they, – teams would rather have really two solid – don't have to be fantastic, but right. just two solid pitchers or a third even – uh, it seems like they're going to that a little bit more. Am I crazy, or is that is that what's no, happening a little not bit? Crazy. I I will say I blame the travel ball world for that because mm-hmm. with the travel ball world, you have time limit games, so kids are not trained to throw a full complete seven inning game because they're they're maybe getting through four to five innings. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know stamina and um, just being trained to know and the mentality, um, they're not ready to do that. Whereas high school. We're gonna throw a complete, you know, seven innings, and unless you know for any reason there's a run rule, but um, I would say the travel ball world has not prepared the pitchers now for the long haul. Yeah, and they may have six or seven that they're trying out too Correct. at the same time, right? Correct. Uh, let's go to first base then. All right. Well, first base we have um, returner Poppy Joe Howard. Um, she's gonna be looking there for time. Um, also, you know, she's coming off of a knee um, surgery as well this past uh, summer. So, you know, we're going to look for other, you know, get some more depth going there. Um, But right now she's, you know, keyed in as our first base returner. Um, At second base, we have eighth, well, we had an eighth grader that moved up last year, Elena Reynolds. um, That was a ninth grader. Um, She is going to be key for us in the middle infield. Um, She got to play a little of the postseason last year, so she got to get her feel of what playing at the next level from middle school is about. So I think she's going to fit in really well. Um, And then we have returner uh, Rose Davis, um, who's an Oklahoma State um, signee. Um, She's going to have to be the leader on the infield. She's been there um, the last three seasons. So um, I know she'll take command of the infield and have them ready. Um, With the left side, we graduated Hannah Vaughn. Um, So we're going to have to fill the hole of a third baseman. And um, so right now, we don't have anyone slated in to play third. Um, That's something that we've got to figure out. Um, I do have a catcher that – can play third that's been there as well, uh, Greer Foster, um, that we may have to look, you know, being on the left side of the field as opposed to being behind the plate. Um, but we're just going to see how that pans out. Um, but, again, you know, we can go talk about that. Um, the catching position, I also have um, Bella Smotherman. She's a sophomore. We kind of threw her into that position last year knowing that we would be in this situation. Um, so she's making strides and, and really getting there and uh, really working on the fundamentals um, with our assistant coach, Abby Smith, who uh, played at Sanford, and that was her primary position catching. So we're doing a lot of work with that as well. So last year you saw that there could be a need of in, in catching depth mm-hmm. and went ahead and, okay, that was that's that's a good move right yeah. there. Okay. Yeah. And then we go to the outfield, I guess. Ooh, we go to the outfield, and this is where we're really young um, because we did graduate – um, one of our pitchers, which was Mandy Barrow, um, that also, when she didn't pitch, played center field. And then Isabel Potter, who was our 
our pitcher that's still there with the ACL injury, they intertwined and played outfield for me last year. Um, whereas this year we, we don't have either or. Um, so we did move up an eighth grader, um, uh, Riley Osborne, that's going to look to play, you know, probably command center field for us this year. So she's going to have to grow up real quick. Um, and then on the left and right sides of the field, um, we're still trying to figure out that position as well. Um, you know, so we it's, have, out, it's up for grabs. It's outfield. up for grabs. Whoever wants it, whoever shows that they, you know, the interest in it, and that they can get the job done. You know, that's who we're looking for. Now, at one time, I would think, okay, playing a playing an eighth grader mm-hmm. would be uh, really difficult. But at the same time, if any sport can deal with it, it would probably be girls softball mm-hmm. because they played so much travel ball. Correct. You hit the ball, you know, you see the ball, mm-hmm. you catch the ball. Those are things that, you know, not necessarily, but it's the other nuances of the game. I mean, it's everything else mentally, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're really looking for our other senior, Maddie Hatfield, to step up and play the outfield for us this year. Uh, She was more of a DH capacity last year. Um, So, you know, she's going to have to uh, take on that role of playing the defensive side of things this year for us. So, I mean, it's going to be challenging, but I'm excited. I'm up for the challenge. Um, Well, I wanted to ask you, you know, last year you had seniors, and, mm-hmm. and there's some expectation to win. Yeah. This year, I always want – I know it's fun to win, don't don't get me wrong, but it is kind of ch- fun and challenging to see and watch them improve and grow yes. as as, they, as the season goes on. Mm-hmm. Yep, you're right. And, I mean, and this year is going to be a year of growth and a year of uh, versatility and movement for these kids. So they're going to have to learn a lot. Um, like I said, they're going to be thrown in positions and situations that they may have never typically would have even imagined that they would be thrown into. But um, we're here. That's what we're going to do. And we're going to have to work together. So uh, I, I don't want to leave anybody out. Mm-hmm. We've, we've gone through. If there's anybody else you want to yeah. mention here. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I have, like I said, I have some new ones that want to uh, – take on the challenge of playing softball. Um, so, you know, I have a junior, Hannah. Uh, so never played? Never played. Wow, this, that's, that's that the, is challenging. That is the joy of being yeah. at a private school. Uh-huh. Um, you know, you're limited in numbers with – the athletes in the school, so you do have some kids that want to try a different sport. But that, that's fun. It, it I mean, is it's, fun. It's, it's amazing mm-hmm. to think that it you is know? fun. So, like I said, you know, we have um, I, I have two girls that you know have never played before. We have a freshman and a junior. Um, so Hannah Radzinski, she's a junior. She's been running track the last couple of years. Um, really wanted to come out to do like to run, but mm-hmm. you know now it's like oh okay I'm I'm getting into this you know. Um, and then Maggie Watson, she's a um, She's a freshman, and I did move up another eighth grader. Um, her name is Bella Elliott. So we moved up two eighth graders this year um, just so we have some depth as well, and that way we have options, um, you know, throughout the season. It, it, it's going to be I, – I, th- I think it's going to be a lot of fun. You know, if it, it, it's amazing to me how they're, they're so young. I mean, this is really young. You know, mm-hmm. Valena, when you say young – you're thinking sophomores. Well, yeah. you're, we're talking eighth graders. <laughs> eighth graders, yeah. I said they're going to have to grow up quick. So um, they may be eighth graders in the classroom, but they're going to be ninth graders on the field for sure. You know, uh, I, I, since the days you've played, which have not has not been that long ago, I don't mm-hmm. care what people tell you, but uh, games changed a lot. It's become mm-hmm. more of a hitter's game too, isn't yeah. it? I mean, and why, what do you think is uh reason for that? Is that just getting more kids – 
actively playing in softball? I definitely feel like you, the the sport has grown and getting people more involved and the kids, you know, into it. We have a lot of instructors that are out there now teaching hitting, um, you know, the philosophy of hitting. Um, the bats now, the technology of the bats are unreal. So whereas it just used to be just a pitcher's duel, um, you know, there's pitching machines that throw rise balls and yeah. curve balls and screw balls and that show you the movement of, <laughs> of the pitch. So um, I think just the knowledge of the game and how it's grown and the technology of the game has really helped the hitters. And the the era of one to nothing, 45-minute game mm-hmm. is about over. And you know as well as I do, it used to happen all the time. Yeah. And Oakland had the best, uh, I, you and then uh, – was it Erica, Erica followed you? And mm-hmm. the, we had we had the Edwards girls. Yep. Uh, Ash, uh, Nikki and Andrea yeah. Edwards. And mm-hmm. they just dominate. Jennifer I mean, just, Milam. You, I forgot about her. Yeah. That, that, and it was just a dominant mm-hmm. thing. Uh, but they all seemed to go to – they all seemed to get into Oakland. Yeah. I mean, it was just – this just happened to be uh, luck of the draw, I yeah. guess, you know, as some, some would say. But uh, – uh, and, and it's fun to watch, though, now. I mean, I, I think sometimes – Softball wasn't as popular because nobody could hit the ball. Mm -hmm. I know they could. I know they couldn't hit you, but (laughs) you know. But uh, anyway, Um, well, I guess we can wrap things up here. Just uh, you start some uh, preseason games, and when does your season officially start? If you can tell me, Um, my season officially starts on um, March twentieth. We open up with um, Watertown. Um, and then um, we'll play the 21st right after that against uh, defending state champs, Columbia Academy. So it'll be interesting. So we'll have a non-district game and then a district game to lead us off. Boy, it's hard to believe it's here, isn't it's it? It's here. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and tip to tip of your cap to your coaches. I know you mentioned one, and mm-hmm. uh, just uh, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. It yeah. is. And uh, you couldn't get Tab to come over and you know do any of that. Nah, no, she's she's good where she's at. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, continued success. I know it's going to be a, a fun year, and I, the Lady Cougars are in good hands with you. I know that for sure. And uh, be sure you tell your dad. You know, I'm thinking of him, and uh, and your mom Definitely too. Will. You know, a Thank lot of people you. think that's a, that's a strain on mom mm-hmm. as well. And and I've had some issues like that 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 he's going through. So uh, mm-hmm. hopefully um, um, he'll be 100 percent very very soon. Yeah, he's, he's still a young guy. He's still a young guy. He says he's gonna be out there soon. So you shall see him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want him to? Okay, now I'm kidding. <laughs> I love the way he used to to go and 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 help you get help y'all. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know he still he still wants to be kind of hands on kind of guy. You know mm-hmm. he's he's so involved with it and. Uh, how many years did he coach? Was it every while he taught? I guess it was every year, yeah, wasn't it? It was every year. So I mean, at least thirty-five plus years. I don't know, um, a lot. And then I mean, I brought him out of retirement, so he helped me over at the Christian school. So, um, you know. Well, you'll be glad to get him back then. I'll be glad to get him yeah. back. I will. Yeah. All right, Valena. Always a pleasure talking to you, and uh, keep up the good work at MTCS. That's uh, Valena Lyons, the head coach of the MTC MTCS. Lady Cougars. And when we return, Brian will will wrap things up here on Cougar Corner. 
Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. The large majority of our kids are involved in athletics or extracurricular activities, one or the other, and most are doing multiple activities. MTCS President Matt Tiller. And that's a great preparation for life. How many of us in our life are just doing one thing? So a well-rounded student is a huge deal. Invest in your child's future in a Christ-centered environment with many athletic and extracurricular choices. Without a doubt, our students have the opportunity to be involved in multiple activities. To find out more, visit mtcscougars.org. Dr. Russell McKissick of Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance talks about the grassroots effort in our local schools to ensure proper care for players. To make sure our teams are covered here locally, be there for our trainers. Yeah, it's a passion that we have to try to take care of our athletes here in town and be there just to keep everybody playing as healthy and as best they can. From a community standpoint, one of the most important things you do at TOA, I'd guess. I think it's definitely a way to pay back to our community just to be there for them and watch some great sports too. Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA. Live your best life. Middle Tennessee Christian School, training for eternity. People love to see us on the schedule when they have a home game because our fans show up. MTCS President Matt Tiller. The way we travel is just phenomenal. Our parents and our community are fully engaged in our school. When we compete, we're trying to do it in a way that honors God. We want to win. We also want to do it in a way that pleases Him. Providing Christian values and academic excellence in a nurturing environment. That's Middle Tennessee Christian School. Invest in the future of your child. Find out more at mtcscougars.org. It's MTCS Cougar Quarter. Fueled by Donut Country and McDonald's Murfreesboro. Presented by Tennessee Orthopedic Alliance. TOA, live your best life. Online at toa.com. On FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro. FM 100.5 Smyrna and streaming at wgnsports.com. We're back here to wrap up MTCS Cougar Corner this morning, and we need to talk some girls' hoops, right? Still in action, playing Webb at 11 o'clock today for the Division II Class Single-A State Championship at Tennessee Tech and uh, fifth meeting of the year between these two teams. So let's uh, talk a bit about what happened to get here. Of course, you know, in the State 12, won a close game, and then this week, you know, in the state's final four, it took overtime as MTCS girls survived and advanced against a very tough uh, CAK team. They came out um, kind of stifled with uh, great team defense in the first quarter, and CAK answered by matching points. So 12-12 in the second quarter. The third and fourth quarters were back and forth. CAK came back, uh, and then Jalen Banks, as Time was expiring, and CAK had a three-point lead, hit a three, a step-back three, to send the game into overtime. Senior Autumn Davis went four for four in the OT when CAK had the foul to stop the clock, and uh, the Lady Cougars went at 63-59 to get to that championship game today at 11 o'clock versus Webb. Jalen Banks had 31 points and 11 rebounds. Uh, Shirley had 13 it was Davis with six, Smith with six, Graham with three, Knight with two, Rucker with two as well. So a great first quarter in that game, tied at the end of our uh, tie second quarter, 12-12. Then uh, CAK had a great third quarter, winning that one by seven, and uh, sent the game into overtime, did Banks. Man, alive, what a game. 
and uh, should be a great game today over at Tennessee Tech as well. So good luck to the Lady Cougars. Speaking of our coaches show and Cougar Corner, next week will be our final show, and our plan is to kind of do a year in review as we do each year. We hope to have President Matt Tiller on and Athletics Director Jason Piercy. That's the plan next week. It'll be at a special time, so be sure to check uh, WGNS Sports on Twitter for the latest information about when we'll have next week's Cougar Corner program. So today, another really, really busy day in uh, high school sports as well as MTSU sports on the radio, and that includes 12.30, the men at UTEP. That'll be on the Blue Raider Network and the Varsity app. 1.30, women's basketball versus UTEP at home. We'll have that one on radio for you. Then tonight, it's the girls' sectional game, Blackman versus Cleveland. At Blackman High School, we'll be on the air about 6.50 here on News Radio WGNS. Well, that's going to do it for our conversation this morning. John and I are going to handle next week's show. Uh, It's a little lighter show next week, and uh, we'll have spring sports coaches. So I do want to uh, thank Danny for being here all season long and helping us out. Uh, We really appreciate him co-hosting and has brought uh, some great interview skills here to the program, and we certainly appreciate his work this year and look forward to next year and the years to come with Danny here on the broadcast team. Of course, John will join me next Saturday morning as we wrap up our coaches' shows, and then uh, we'll get into spring sports here real quick. It happens uh, so quickly this time of the year. So I hope you will join next Saturday morning for our last Prentice-Alsa Heating and Air Coaches Corner and MTCS Cougar Corner for the season. Our producer today has been Dalton Barrett. I'm Brian Barrett. Thanks so much for joining today, and we'll see you back next Saturday morning. This wave...